episode of Loud About Nothing. And as always, I got my fucking cute boy, my fucking nephew. He's not blood. Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Robbie, it's a guest episode. We got the heat today. We got the heat. <laughs> the real deal. We got, this might be the first time all three people are recording from Staten Island. I, this is actually... <laughs> This, I mean, this episode's about to get wild. This is <laughs> this is where the real shit goes down. This dude's fucking hilarious. He's a writer on Run the World, on Stars. He's a stand-up Comedy Central. You see him on HBO. He's at Chicago. Clark Jones. Clark, what's up, bro? The last black man in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> Live from my bunker. Yeah, you got to stay safe out here. It's dangerous. I cleared up all trails where you can find me. All flaming hot Cheetos been picked up. Nothing but people <laughs> where I'm at. It's like, where did he go? He disappeared, man. We'll find him. It's okay. <laughs> I love flaming hot Cheetos. Everybody does. You just attribute it to us, man. I don't know why. Don't put that on me. I don't do. I don't do shit. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Everybody else is at nine, but I don't know why we get that. But every, they're so good. It, oh, yeah. Poor people, no matter what your race are, we like all the same shit. It's just, you know, it's just this country, man. It's so wild. I blame the libs. <laughs> We're coming in hot. This is a Staten Island episode right off the bat. We're blaming fucking liberals, bro. On that boat, you better get your mind right. You know what I'm saying? Once you better get your mind right. You can't step off at SI talking that crazy. Like, it's the left's fault. Every time the turkeys, the turkeys out here, they out there in the red hats. I'm like, <laughs> I know, bro. The turkeys are fucking pro Trump. They got their flags on. All the feathers are just all MAGA flags. They spell out yep. MAGA on the back. Everywhere they go is the insurrection. They all up in Sea Town. Like, <laughs> stop the steal. Uh, I mean, it's truly a different world out here. I I fucking ate. You ever eat too many flaming hot Cheetos? I. Definitely have for sure. You haven't eaten too many flame because if you eat too many flaming hot Cheetos, you have a story about eating too many flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> I've, I've I've mixed it. It wasn't that I ate too many flaming hot Cheetos. I ate too many flaming hot Cheetos to drink that much Hennessy. Like oh. if, if Hennessy was not involved, it was a perfect number. But that and when it comes up, oh, oh marron, you know, oh marron. Oh, <laughs> Dude, speaking my language. I love this. And <laughs> Island. I love you know? This. Dude, I one time ate too many flaming Hot Cheetos, and I I was all high. I ate a fucking one of those big bags, you know? Big bag right to the dome. And then I go to the bathroom the next day. I almost called the hospital, bro. Murder scene. It was a murder scene. I swear to God. <laughs> I looked in the bowl. It was red. It was this, It was horrible. And Every- I'll never eat them again. You can't eat them again after that? Nah, I'm too scared. I'm scared right I had, now. I was broke in New York, man. I remember one night I really just like found a dollar in change in my room and dinner was just like the big bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Cause I didn't get paid till the next day and I just, you just eat each chip slow, you know? <laughs> and you favor that shit. And uh, I had like a Minute Maid lemonade and I was like, damn, I don't want to ever be this broke again. And I was, but I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to be that broke again, and I learned a lesson about that, man. I still yeah. love them. It just reminds me of poverty so much. Yeah, you're eating you know chips. what I'm saying. You're eating like chips, like a fat woman on a diet. You know, you suck them, like, suck them soft, oh. bro. When you find that snicker in the couch, you're like, oh shit, 
and it's five percent left. <laughs> like yes, I shall have dinner. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember putting change together, like, because I, I used to wait for the bus when I was in the city first starting doing comedy, and I had no money because I was like, I'm just gonna do comedy and just have no money. It's a choice, you know. And yep. um, I remember like putting change together to go to the Seven Eleven, being like, "What's the most amount of food I could get for a dollar twenty-five?" You know. That should be on the app. There should be a Seven Eleven app. What can you buy? Yeah. <laughs> What can you buy? These are all the combinations of things you can get for three dollars. Because you want to put together a full meal. You know what I'm saying? You want like you want something savory, sweet, and a drink. Savory, sweet, and a drink is the go-to. And delis when I was a kid were easier. It's hard now. Yeah, it's 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 just too much. They got the the, the machines now with the car. Everything is uh, monetized and like. You know, they want to know everything that you buy. You just can't, you can't, um, what's the word when you bargain and shit? You can't barter anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they like no... candy. I don't think bodegas used to pay taxes because they used to just name whatever they want to charge me that day. Like now it's like, ooh, it's every day. This is $3. I'm like, no, remember? It'd be like, ah, I like you today. It's one twenty-five. You know yeah. what I mean? Relationship. Uh, and there used to be a deli that they would move their sandwich prices up by me. Unless you went there before they moved their sandwich prices up. Oh, like you got to get grandfathered in. You were oh, getting grandfathered cool. into heroes, you know? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm first generation. Yeah. One second. Oh, okay, okay. You like? Yeah. I, I got yeah, the unlimited plan, you know? It's not selling healthy shit. It's a wrap. Oh, uh, I know. Uh. <laughs> I know. Once you start seeing hard-boiled eggs in a bag, you oh, can man. go there. No. Wait, wait, you like, is this fresh turkey? Nah, man. What's going on around here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey. Yeah, I, it's, you know, but the one thing is, like, when it's when I'm home, I try to fucking eat healthy because it's like I got to cook the food, you know? Right. Yeah, that is, that's a key secret. People wonder like why their food that they make don't taste as good as the restaurant because you feel crazy making it like they make it. They have no problem oh, yeah, with sugar, all the fat, whatever. But you like it can't be this much sugar in this, and it is. You just don't want to do it because you're making it for yourself. So it never tastes as good unless you're willing to eat some terrible shit and like know you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you ever gone in the kitchen and seen like a can of lard? that they actually just throw on the grill. It's just jelly. It looks like jelly and it's just fat. You, that's, they say, don't see how the sausage is made. And it is sausage. It is sausage substitute. So you don't you don't want to see it. That's why your food <laughs> never tastes as good. It'll never taste as good because you're not willing to put all that fat, nasty shit into it, you know? Yeah, my, grandma meant, was. my grandma was. Yo, your grandmother. <laughs> just the whole skillet. And they say fat. And they use catfish grease on bacon grease, and then they use mixed that with the bacon grease, and they make skillet fried chicken, and it's just like, damn, this got a lot of flavor. My grandma, she would leave the pan on the stove. She goes, no, no, don't clean that one. Don't clean that one. She goes, I'm going to make eggs in that in the morning. I'm going to make eggs in that in the morning. She's going to heat it back up. Yes. Pour it, pour it into the other skillet. My friend's That's mom was wild with that shit, that he, she would just take bacon fat, and, and if there was leftover fat, she would just pour it on the dog's food. 
She would just be pouring <sighs> fat on the dog's food. And then the dog stopped eating. Then the dog stopped eating regular food. And she goes, he only eats it with the bacon fat. He only <laughs> it's like, no, you made it. That's mama's cooking. She putting on that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now the dog, now the dog can't even walk. <laughs> the dog's uh, about, it's a really polioli. High blood pressure. Fucking everything. Every black man disease your dog has. <laughs> Hypertension, diabetes. <laughs> yeah, no your, dog's old, your dog is an old black male. Well, he's a sickle cell. Your dog has sickle oh. cell. <laughs> yeah, I should mention my dog has two feet. He lost the other two, you know? <laughs> Blind. Your dog, into your dog can't, get, can't get a home loan. Your dog is that uh, BLM march. Like, your dog is black as hell, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 people don't recognize this shit. <laughs> you go home, your dog's on the sneakers app. Like, man, I can't get lucky, bro. <laughs> I know. He's taking owls. My dog took his st- stimmy check. He bought a fucking, he spent it all on StockX. And for a fucking uh, fake uh, HG, HG Gates pair of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? StockX yeah, sold him fake sneakers. It, it, it might have been the wrong dog, but I swear your dog told me to vote Eric Adams for mayor. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I don't have any empirical evidence, but he, hey, Eric Adams. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> Are you living in New York right now, Clark? No, I'm just visiting. I've been here for a week. Leave, leave, go back to Chicago today. Been a great trip. Had some great shows, man. Just, um, it's, it's nicer to be back in the city, not as impoverished. And I think the city will only get better the more money I can somehow make, you know? I mean, That's this, the story in New York. I'm yeah, this is it. not That's... an original thought. Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> here, right? <laughs> of I know. Better with money. Did y'all know that? Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. Yo, money makes life a little bit better, you know? That, go figure. Go figure. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was rough the first time I was here for the most part. But um, I never dump on the whole city. I didn't even get to really see the city because I was just comedy shows or I was teaching. So I never really got to fully go out. So I look forward to coming back. I'll probably be back in the fall and just see more of the city. Like, what would you say I need to see if I'm not here to do comedy? Well, I don't. What do you like to do for you? Like you like going out or you want to see like historical stuff or like art? Art, history, stuff like that. Oh, I love art. Have you gone? Do you go to the Whitney? I haven't been. I haven't the Whitney, been to- the Whitney is like 90% of it. You're like, what is this? Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's to- modern I- art. It's technically. But okay. a lot of it, modern art is a very loose term. So you go to the Whitney. I, there was a pile of towels the last time I went to the Whitney. And I'm supposed to be like the hotel. That wasn't the damn. No, no, that was the Whitney Museum. Yeah. He, go, he goes, why is half the toilet paper used? Yo. <laughs> well, the Whitney Museum was whack, bro. They made me pay for parking. It was whack. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but the beautiful thing about Robbie, anywhere he goes, he thinks he's in a museum. He's walking into McDonald's and he's like, the dollar yeah. menu. Wow, this is creativity <laughs> over here. That's how the Whitney feels. Oh. It's just like if you have a good enough angle, if you could support it, then it will get put into the Whitney. Is the is the Whitney and the MoMA the same thing? MoMA's a little bit different. Because that's little... part of art too, right? Yeah. 
it's classy. Mo, Mo, MoMA's classy, yeah. MoMA's like like Versace. You know what I'm saying? It's oh. old. It's been in yeah, fashion for yeah, a while. Yeah. You know? It's like the modern, Whitney. as in yeah, early 1900s. Okay. I would say the Whitney's uh, like Virgil. He takes a couple of hits, a couple of shots on the chin. You know? <laughs> it's a supreme exhibit at the at the Whitney. What's that? Some level. A, a supreme. It's a supreme oh. logo right on the front of the Whitney. Okay. It's like 100%. that. percent. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, oh, this costs a lot of money because look, the little name at the bottom. You know, the a lip. lot of little names at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, but I would say MoMA is good. Have you been to the Met? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been to any museum in New York. Oh, Clark. Clark, this that that's such a, and even when you were when you had no money, that's like the easiest thing to do. Why? How? How can I get in? Is it free? You know what? I've been to the Brooklyn. I think I think you can go for free. You've been to been Brooklyn. To, I went to Brooklyn. I had a good time there. I did have a good time at the Brooklyn Museum. Yeah, uh, it's free, yeah, bro. When I was a kid, my, both my parents were teachers, so like they didn't have like extra money to go on vacations. So like we would do museums. That's, oh, that was I think trips. for now it. It might be money. Like I maybe one day a week, it's pay what you can. But I think for now, a lot of days you do have to pay like twenty bucks or something. I I got I gotta do. I, I, that was supposed to be the plan this time. I wasn't gonna do any shows. I was just gonna come to New York. But you know how it gets, man. Yeah. One person wants you to do a show, and you're like, "Ooh, can I do?" So next time I come, I'm just gonna sightsee, and I might bring a date. Yeah. No, bro, you don't. You do not want to bring a date to pay what you can. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. that you need to pay over market value. You know what I'm saying? You're paying resell. You said, that, you said that with the intensity of look, if you listen to nothing else I say, listen, <laughs> do not bring a date to pay what you can. Like, okay. I won't forget it. I won't that's, forget it. that's the only thing they'll remember from the dates. That that's the only thing. You think thing he, pay, he brings them out to New York? They're staying together in New York, yeah. paying for all this stuff, First and that's what she'll. He didn't pay what he paid what he could, and he that could. wasn't a lot. He took me to a thirty-seven cent museum. I mean, yeah. it was the moment. I can't, girl. I can't do it. First class was nice. Yeah. Standard Hotel is nice, but that thirty-seven museum, same museum. Oy vey. But I think the food, I mean, there's good food in New York. I would say, yeah, the food, the museums, the live entertainment, and the nightlife are, like, generally had, what makes I've, it. I've had some great food. Yeah. Um, I need y'all's opinion. Yeah, yeah I got to tell me the best sandwich in New York is from. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. You're going to uh, get me on a place in Staten Island. I'll go to, like, um. La Bella, which is like an Italian, like uh, like a store that like has fresh like like childlike cold cuts and stuff like that, and they put it together with yeah yeah yeah. But in the city, in the city, I don't know. people like be- Pasillos, which is downtown. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. like Focaccios, that the place that's right outside of Washington Square Park. What type of sandwich you like, Clark? This is now you are in my wheelhouse right now. <laughs> yeah. What type of sandwich do you fuck with? First of all. I like my sandwich oily, but not like moist. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I mean? I like a like I like a um, what's the bread that's French and it's sweet? Um, the, get, brioche, 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 brioche. Class. I love a brioche bun. 
I like classic yellow mustard. I like salt and pepper on my sandwich. I, I like, I'm Don't. old school turkey. I'm old school turkey. Swiss cheese. Um, I like a pickle. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bun can be lightly toasted too. Like put it on the on the grill for like a minute with the butter. I don't fuck with that because that's anytime they're toasting the bread, that's how you know you got bad bread. Anytime I go to a place and they're like, oh, they go, I go, don't toast the bread. And the guy goes, nah, you want the bread toasted. That means the bread's old as fuck, you know? That's already hard. And they yes. just want it. it. They don't even put it on the grill. They put it in the microwave when it's already fucking <laughs> warm old bread. Now I like if 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 I'm if I'm splurging fresh bread that's toasted if I'm splurging nice nice, nice, nice. Um, what else oh uh thin tomato slices mm. um thin tomato slices like two or three because the if it's too much it the the liquid from the tomato gets everywhere and I don't really like that uh yeah some oh spinach and bag of chips yeah. It's interesting how you built this sandwich because I never heard someone start with the bread and then go to the condiments. Usually yeah. everyone goes the, the cold cut first. Everyone goes, I'll have first. a turkey sandwich. But you go, I have a sandwich. First thing I need, yellow mustard. I need yellow, yellow mustard. plastic, <laughs> yellow. After you get past the brioche, don't give me none of that honey mustard. Don't give me that French mustard. None of that. Give me that French is yellow mustard. That's all I want. <laughs> it's old school, man. And the salt and pepper is so important because it, it makes it flavorizes everything else. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's good. Turkey sandwiches, I think, are underrated. They're good for everyday living. You know, and like it's it's not too fatty. You could eat a turkey sandwich on the regular like regularly. Yeah, you can, especially if you, you know, if you go getting the right, if you go to a butcher or go to whatever to get your meat. I know New York butchers, that's still a common thing. Everywhere else is so processed, but like if you're going to a butcher, get your slice on and um, enjoy a turkey sandwich, man. That's Don't pay $25 for cats like I did. No. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. You went to nope. cats this time you, yeah, you were here? I, that was the first, like, known restaurant that I went to when I first moved to New York. I And it might not even, it might be 35 now. It was 25 when I first got here. With chips, thank God, but no drink. Uh, it was good. I like roast beef. It's good, but yeah, it's way overpriced. Yeah, yeah, man. My one of my favorite restaurants closed down. That's what this episode is about. It's about New York restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm they down. These be, be a place around the corner from cats called Sweet Georgia Browns that I used to go to, and they closed. This was before the pandemic, so you know they was in trouble. They just closed down, man. But I was looking forward to one day having a sandwich up there, but. You know, it wasn't meant to be. What type of spot was that? They had like, it was like barbecue, but it had like some Creole flavoring. So they did like some um, gumbo or like some okra type stuff. Yeah. And it was just like a like a Southern storefront type of place. Like you can get a hot link, get catfish, you can get all the uh, soul food size, like greens and cornbread and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was that's- right around from cats yeah oh that sounds so good i mean oh i love it the best part about sandwiches is they're so they're so diverse in what you could actually get in a sandwich you know right yeah 
Like, to, like we're talking fried chicken sandwich. That is a different game than oh, a turkey totally sandwich. different game. Yeah, that is the, the I didn't do. I never had the Popeyes chicken sandwich i never i just didn't trust like i'm like how a lot of people are with the vaccine i'm like i don't trust it i don't trust it too many y'all stay away from that sandwich they trying to put bugs in us they trying to get the uh trying to get the 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 sneak some shit into us man so i stayed away from it but they did have a brioche bun and i know that's why people loved it i can't believe i tried it it was phenomenal it was it was was worth it yeah yeah it was good I also didn't wait in line. I'm not going to wait in line for fast food. I have I have some integrity. Some. Some. Thank you. Some. I still went and I still got one. And then I went back and I got a second one the same day. Okay. In the mid-craze, you were able to get two sandwiches mid-craze with no line? Mid-craze, no line. I pulled and it was it was a place in, it was a Popeye's in Brooklyn with a parking lot. Wow. I was living in a fantasy world. This was Narnia. <laughs> Did Staten Island go crazy for the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Nah. No. <laughs> you feel so disappointed. Nah, man. You feel no. So- no. I mean, oh. they also don't go crazy for the vaccine. Yeah. If we're keeping it 100. <laughs> so the logic checks out. All poor people are the same. They just act like they're different, man. Poor white people, poor black people both hate the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, they, they it's. It's so funny. Like, it's just these people, I hear them telling, saying statistics. We go to the gym and I hear them saying statistics. These people can't, aren't good at math. They're talking statistics and, and fractions. They don't even understand what fractions are divisible by another one. Subtraction. They're doing the subtraction wrong to make points why they shouldn't get the vaccine. You know what's funny? They always think the big point is preceded by, and here's the kicker. And they think, and it's just like this underwhelming as incorrect statement. And here's the kicker. The same things they put in the PlayStations, they put in a vaccine. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what proof? None. Let's talk about something else. I know, they change the subject quick after they make a bad, they, they can't yeah, wait. No, 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 we gotta get to these reps. We gotta get yeah, to these reps. Yeah, that's when they get to the reps. <laughs> We're getting off track. We're getting off track. A hundred percent. You know it's a bad point when there's not even a period at the end of the sentence and it's just a comma and it goes right into another paragraph, you know? (laughs) The quicker that someone says something right after a point, the worse the point is. If it's a good point, they'll hold. They'll hold. Just say something that's like definitely true that has nothing to do with that. Right. Yeah. But you're disagreeing at all. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they'll make a bad point like, about yeah, the vaccine. PlayStation, yeah, 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 and then they'll go, and we're all people, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they put microchips in the vaccine, and the Lion King, pretty good. It's like, yeah, yeah boy, no, 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 no. One of those is true. Yeah, and the, you know what? The, the dude doesn't even like liking. He just knows that you like liking. He so that's know. what he's saying. Everybody's yeah, yeah. a politician. They just know what I have to agree with. That's it. It's. Did it's you get probably, the vaccine? You got the vaccine? I did. I, did. I got Thank it. Thank God. It would be crazy if you were joking about all this shit. And you're like, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't trust it. <laughs> and as I talk into a cell phone with a microchip, it's like, no, 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 no. no. I don't trust those ch- uh yeah no of course i mean 
you know, you're going to be traveling too. You're going to like, you're going to be out and about doing things. It kind of makes you feel a little. To to get into Littlefield, you had to show the card Mm -hmm. that you were vaccinated last night. And I'm like, you know, the people who I'm around or that I come in contact with who are uh, conspiracy theorists about it, like, I don't want to be alive with you guys. You know what I mean? Like my my grandmother took it, my people I love took it. So if they, I want to go, if this is going to kill them, I want to go too. Like, I don't want to be just alive with all these crazies. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want me to listen to you, you got to make your life sound like be cool or something worth oh, being. Oh, I see what you're saying. The worst types, the yeah, worst yeah. people are saying, no, don't trust the guy. Like they're trying to kill you. It's like, well, I don't want to live like you and survive. Yeah, yeah. Worst case die. scenario is that the vaccine is some zombie shit. Everyone dies, and then you're just alone with all these fucking, all these MAGA <laughs> people. And, Mark and all the just, fucking MAGA conspiracy fucking just, insults. Just me and 97% of Staten Island is left. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the food will be good, bro. The food will be bro, phenomenal. That is kind of the point that I started to make. Because yeah. some of my cousins and family on Staten Island haven't gotten it. And I'm like, all right, let's say your theory is true. We're all going to die from it. Like, a lot of people are going to be dead. Most of your family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, grandma, yeah, like you were just saying, that's kind of where I've been Ooh, trying so to say. Yeah. I'm trying to stick around for that, man. No, thank you. No. I'll just with grandma. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin texted me the other day being like, there's HIV in the vaccine. I go, no, what do you want man. me to say? You know... <sighs> I just, these links are the real problem. It's nothing even close. To, like people who you thought had basic common understanding, but fear like supersedes all of that. Yeah. Dudes yeah. saying is HIV, the most non-condoms using ass dude is talking about Yay. HIV. <laughs> <laughs> That's used the condoms since the, like 2006. And they're like, oh, you can't, like, I don't, you don't know what's in anything. You literally don't know what's in anything. So yeah. fuck it. It's not yeah. like I'm going to live forever anyway. Ugh. It's disgusting. Yeah, Everybody listening to this, take the vaccine. Trust me. Oh, we I got a link. I got a link. I got a link. I got a high plug. production camera and a green screen. <laughs> yes. I will send it to you in private on Facebook Messenger where the government <laughs> can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> like all my aunts. Don't tell anybody. But link and it's just the link to the worst fucking thing ever. <laughs> Facebook. It's funny how they literally the all this conspiracy theory is on Facebook. The most like the thing that is like uh, observed and, rep- and reported about more than any other social media ever. It's like the truth is right I on know. Facebook underneath the sponsored ad for a neck yes. pain pillow because they heard me talking about my neck pain. But if you put it in Messenger, the government can't see it. Yeah. it got- <laughs> This, this is a private group, so the government can't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go through a mod. If the mod didn't approve it, the government can't catch us. Yes. It's so stupid. A woman from Tennessee that literally just has seven dogs. Yeah, she's protecting <laughs> us from the government. Can't post without my approval. No. It, without Cheryl, Cheryl stopping. Cheryl stopping. The, it's Cheryl versus the FBI, okay? Uh, can somebody talk to Cheryl so I can get in the group? <laughs> <laughs> Just bite it on the phone. We got Cheryl. We can't break Yo, this. Cheryl. 
Yo, people turn into made men with these Facebook groups. Look, look, I'll try to talk to Cher. I can't guarantee anything. Seven dogs. Yeah, you gotta give a little bit of blood. Yeah. Everybody in the group. Yeah. What are you willing to do? It's a candlelit ceremony in a basement in New Jersey. HIV in the vaccine private group on Facebook. I mean, yeah. that's the question. It's funny. You know, back in the day, it, it used to be those emails that, that like, Oh, yeah. Remember those emails and the font was always like 72 fonts and it was always different colors. It was lime green was a constant lime green. Whatever was yeah. lime green italicized, that mm -hmm. was like the key. That was the that was the point of the whole thing. Like yeah. make sure he was in that blue and that lime green. That's when it gets it was like uh, the alert levels, but opposite. Like green was the important shit. Red mm -hmm. was like you can skip that. That wasn't as important. Yeah. If it was on green, remember that part. Yeah. And it's so funny because if I submitted a paper in high school and it had lime green italics, I would get an F on this. But I'm supposed to believe government <laughs> conspiracies because they italicize it randomly. No indentations on paragraphs. You know? You got you to use your third eye, man. You got to yeah. understand what's happening. It's real out there. I, I, this is my I need to wake myself up. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I'm I'm doing Stay woke. I'm, wake up and stay woke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> never fall asleep again. Never, never sleep. Stay you woke. Know, I know. I know this is a fault of mine. And one day I'm a, I'm gonna take that red pill or the blue. Which one does he take in the matrix? Take the lime green pill. I'm yeah, you. take the lime green <laughs> now that would be the sequel, you know? Yeah. Hey, if you notice, the words of the Matrix are in lime green, so maybe that's the real fucking secret of it all, you know? Now your shit's coming out. Now your your understanding of truth. This is the Eric Adams way. I'm telling you, bro. Like you gotta vote Eric Adams. Take the green pill. <laughs> yeah. Show them the green pill when you vote. It feels like when you're in conspiracy theory, you're just doing a bad escape room. You know what I'm saying? You're just looking for any connection that you can, you know? Oh, look, the clock on the wall says it's 1255. <gasps> wow. There's the 12 horsemen of the apocalypse, you know? Don't even, don't even, don't even. Well, some of it, I think people have, like, obvious, a legitimate criticism of, like, these power structures and the government. Like, some of it is obviously rooted in realism. Yes. But then, like, these people just take it, they do a little fiction writing on top of the the thing that they that is definitively true but then they what they extrapolate from it is kind of wild all you need is a little bit of truth yeah and you can go with anything like yeah well it comes back because that's what they'll like we were saying with the playstation they'll just come back to the true statement and yeah. it's like don't like don't forget where we started where this was true but now you're in this crazy realm where you're like what are we even saying at this point the real the real the biggest issue and it's always happens like when you're in places you know i know we're in staten island so i'll just use that for example right yeah. so say you got a group and this is your group every saturday y'all go to walmart and y'all play cards at or every friday you play cards every saturday you go to walmart if that group is saying obama's a lizard person right yeah. and this is what the group is saying you kind of gotta go with it or who you gonna play cards with I know that's it. That's another who, who, part of that's me and Sebastian at the gym. Yeah. Who you if, if you say something, if Sebastian says something crazy and you know, it's crazy. You have to measure like, is it worth it? You know what yeah. I mean? It would have to be, 
be something. Well, that's what I don't. Yeah. Otherwise, we try to make small talk every day, and like, it's <laughs> like, do I want to go? Like, uh, for example, I'll just say what happened today. I'm talking to this guy, and he's got Colombia soccer pants on, and I'm like, oh, are you Colombian? And he's like, no, no, no. I like the colors. I like the sport, and I'll never wear Nike again. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then I'm just like in my head, I'm like, if this guy, let's pretend he's a conservative, like. If Pretends. he thinks that, all right, Pretends. he's conservative. <laughs> but Pretends. imagine he, thinking he had a blue that line tattooed the middle down right there in the middle of his body, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but in a world where you think like Nike, a multi-billion-dollar corporation, at the end of the day, isn't giving more money and fun, like upholding likely conservative values more so than like whatever lip service they're gonna do. <laughs> but like to get into that conversation with this dude isn't probably worth it. So I just uh, look the other way and wait till he you, decides to talk about something else. You you people like hey uh straighten your back in your back pocket. Like just something yeah back to change the <laughs> yeah, subject. Yeah 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 but yeah. watch your form watch your form yeah your, yeah anything like that how many so, days a week do you squat yeah that's what you gotta go yeah. back to and it's like, you know, you're not changing his, you, it's a point where you know you're not going to make someone realize what they're saying is dumb anyway. Yeah. yeah. So just, is it even worth it for me to tell them this or no. should I tell them, you know, you got to wipe off the machine or whatever. And yeah, get, yeah. So like, yeah, you got your groups that they're two around and you wouldn't have anything else to do if they, if, because if you start saying too much stuff, then they'll shun you. Then you yep. can't go to Walmart. <laughs> So you just go, whatever. It's your environment. It's literally who you're around. You just want people just want to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And attention, which I think is how these stories get so crazy, because it's like, all right, last week we did level one and we're talking shit about Hillary Clinton. And it's like next week I want to I want to get a little more. I didn't get enough uh, attention last week at cards. I got to say she's a lizard. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's how she becomes a lizard. Oh, and once the most educated person in the group says it, it's fact at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she also... Yeah, she went to Staten Island Community, so she oh, would... Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's not even that. It's the high school. Like, if you went you to know, a pretty to, good high school, then it, that's all that matters. Teresa really. Teresa, uh, Teresa got National Honor Society and exactly. back 14 years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. Teresa. It's yeah. like, what Ju- are we talking junior, about? Junior, not even a full junior honor society. It wasn't yeah. even... <laughs> 18 the 16 year old one she got nhs junior yeah. <laughs> bro but you know what su- it also sucks when one of the conspiracy theories comes true because then they're justified for five more years like i i not this it's not the worst reason why uh uh jeffrey epstein i not the number one reason why i was pissed about jeffrey epstein the number one reason was because everything that was happening there right but right. But when it came true, I, I my second thought was, fuck, now all these people are justified for every other thing that they think. Yeah, well, that's what it starts with a little bit of truth. And then it gets yeah. extrapolated to everybody involved with him was an extraterrestrial species. <laughs> and I it's just, like, yeah, there probably was this like boys club. Yeah. But you're saying like one conspiracy becomes true. And then, uh, all, then of, they all, yeah. all of their yes. conspiracy theories have a chance to be true, which, yeah, that sucks, too. Yeah, it sucks. And I don't even mind the alien shit. Let people think they're aliens. I think that's yeah, at yeah. least fine. There's some like much worse ones. Yo, you know, that's the crazy. That's the crazy part about the times we're living in. Obama admitted to seeing aliens and we were just like, whatever. What about like we just started talking about something. It, it, it wasn't even the, the biggest story that day. 
like yeah. Ob- Obama's, the president was like, yeah, there was definitely something up there. And, and by definition, an unidentified flying object. And we barely heard anything else about it. That's how crazy the times are we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know if aliens came around. I don't know. I, I, that doesn't stress me out. No, that doesn't stress me out for more than enough to be stressed second. out about. <laughs> that doesn't, you know, what stresses me out. Making sure tonight I only fucking two pieces of chocolate cake because I'm trying to count my calories. You know, that stresses yeah. me out. A fucking creature coming down. I don't know. doesn't stress me out. What would scare you more? Aliens or just being dumped into a like a Scrooge McDuck sized um, back room of flaming hot Cheetos? <laughs> <laughs> I have to eat my way out to the bottom. Your way out, and you don't know where the exit is. You just gotta trial and error that shit. This sounds like that movie Twenty Seven Hours when the guy's arm gets stuck in the fucking rock. This is my version of Twenty Seven Hours. My asshole's just one hundred twenty-seven hours. Yeah, one hundred twenty-seven hours. And the chimps gotta come out some way, so you got you gotta find a way about that bitch. I think I think the aliens. uh, You would take the aliens. I think I would too. I think I would take aliens as well. Cause you know, you, I don't know how they really are. I only know what movies say and movies are always wrong. So they maybe they nice. I heard yeah. some shit that like how we put what, uh, how we portray aliens is based on ourselves. It's, it has no evidence to what they are. It's just how we would interact if we met into uh, like intergalactical beings, right? It's because we are such like predatory creatures that we would attack them, but we have no fucking idea how they would act if they saw us. Yeah, I mean, we are taught very young to fear and dislike the unknown. Yeah. You know, like we're that it's going to be bad if you don't know it already. So, I mean, that's literally what learning is. (laughs) Finding something you don't know. And we implant fear into that very idea of a thing. Just trust whatever your mother tells you, whatever your dad tells you, grandma, they know best. So finding out stuff on your own is like, oh, you're you're the crazy one because you did some independent research. It's, and you know what's, I had to like check myself a little while ago because I used to do this thing where if I didn't know something, I would just pretend I did. So that oh. way I wouldn't be like, I would be like, no one knows I don't know shit. And now I had to, be, I had to like check myself and be like, bro, you, you need to stop being scared of that. You need to be okay with not knowing stuff because that's the only way that's to only know way. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking, rocking a hard place because you you don't want people to think you're dumb mm-hmm. but you don't want to be bombarded with all this information all the time for me for my end like yeah. i just certain conversations i don't want to jump into you know what i'm yeah, saying a hundred percent yeah 100%. especially when people start throwing out and you're just like i don't want to go through a fact check what are we just going to sit on our phones and go back and forth on google and be like oh yeah yeah you're right it is 19.8 percent of this and and it's like, I don't, maybe if they were like well-established, studied something in their, and I trust that they're like, this is what they do. Like, yeah, somebody wants to talk to you about being a, like what it's like to be a comedian, then I would want to talk to you. Like, but it's not like, yeah. Let me drive a little bit on the things that I actually want to hear. Yeah. It's just so funny, even your reaction. East Coast dudes, get the fuck out of here. It's still one of my favorite things. 
Like mm-hmm. you just you just kind of showed it a little bit. And when when you were talking about people talking about these joints, like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like yeah. it's like yeah. it's it's one of it's like tomatoes. It's like all it's a it's a you got to get it from the East Coast. Disgusted. I don't want to talk about it. Is a it's just a it's a very Jersey New York thing, man. That's one of the things I as an outsider. I'm just I'm just letting you. What is it like in Chicago? Chicago, you got to get. Um, I, I like the way we recommend things. Okay. Like we are very much in love with it. It's not. Mm. I like that sandwich place. Oh, it's the best. Oh, oh, like it's just it's just a very much we uh we're we're excited about things. Nothing can make a person more excited than the idea of falling in love, right? So, like, you'll fall in love with this brioche bun, turkey, yeah. you know, thing. But yeah. the way that East Coasters, like, dissuade you from something, it's just, it's just very, uh, it's like an identity of, of if you're from the Tri-State area. Yeah, West Coast, like, West Coast is the way they are cool with whatever you want to do. Like, oh, man, that's... Like, this is when I loved L.A. Everybody loves tacos. I was talking to a guy about where to get some food, and he was recommending uh, tacos. He's like, yeah, you like you like tacos? I was like, oh, no, not really. He was like, oh, that's cool. No big deal. And I was like, wow, I yeah. like that. I like that. The way that it's no big deal in California is very distinctive. It's the uh, total yeah, opposite. That's not really. Yeah. The New total- York is... New Yorkers love to talk you out of a bad idea. Like, no, you don't want that. You don't want to do that. Uh, and we'll give yeah. you no reasons. We'll give you zero. I, I mean, you don't That's true. That. We'd rather, yeah, dissuade you than persuade yes. you. Are you fucking kidding me? You're going to do that? Okay, go, God bless. Nah. God bless, bro. Nah, yeah, nah. It, you're going to come all the way to the city. You're going to go to Times Square. Yeah, you're like, It could be the most yeah. way to get from point A to point B. No, 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 no. You don't want to walk a straight line, bro. This is what yeah. you want to do. This is what you want to do. You want to jump over that fence. Now, when you get to that fence, don't start talking and getting all distracted. Go straight. Come around the parking lot. Boom. It's the best route you'll ever take. Yeah. All right. Thank you. No problem. No problem. No problem. Uh, it was bad. It was bad before uh, like Google Maps came around because you should hear the there was a 30 uh, minute yeah. argument between all my family members. The best way to get home after every fucking family event. Was like, you, you t- are you kidding me? You're going to take the BQE at this hour? No, no way. I'd rather take 3rd Avenue down. Are you kidding me? The argument was wild. They, Google Maps doesn't take into consideration uh, poverty levels of neighborhoods. They will, they, will, no. they will have you walking through somebody's backyard. But that's this way. Like, this is illegal. Uh, <laughs> the, yes. Yeah, I could cut through uh, Queens Bridge projects, but I don't. I don't want to do that. Google Maps. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, it, they can't come up with a new version of that because I mean, I, I'm not going to do that. I, I, that would be the most racist thing I could do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I need your uncle uh, as the voice of uh, <laughs> Google Maps telling me where. Saying. No, don't, don't do that. Go to that fucking neighborhood. I mean, my parents still, when I moved to Brooklyn uh, from Staten Island, because they grew up in Brooklyn, half the places they go, oh, you don't want to go there at night. I go, ma, I can't even afford to get a sandwich in that neighborhood. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's like they got veggie chips in there. It's a nice place now. hundred <laughs> percent. They, they drive their own fucking mango and they put it in the containers. They don't even have the, the ones that they buy. But you, know, you talk to people from old school Williamsburg. Oh. And 
this used to be the worst fucking neighborhood ever. You couldn't walk there. No, that's where they that's where they filmed uh, the barbershop scene from Coming to America. I didn't even know that. Oh, really? I didn't know oh, that they either. Filmed, they filmed it in Williamsburg. Yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah. it's actually crazy. I mean, Brooklyn, I, I, I have to make my move back from Staten Island to Brooklyn eventually. I don't yeah. know where I'm going to live. I don't, it, it, shit is, it, it didn't, the, the fucking rents didn't affect, the, the pandemic rents was not changed in Brooklyn at all. No, no, it no, no. It went no. up. They, people kept moving. Yeah. People, people kept coming from Connecticut and Seattle. Yeah. And Jesus. Manhattan. I mean, the biggest <laughs> migration from any, like, any place to another place it, countrywide was from Manhattan to Brooklyn, I saw. Damn, yeah. Which is wild. Like, People I guess in New York, I mean, this is me talking stats, but <laughs> the New York Times. New York Times, everybody from Manhattan went to Brooklyn over the bay. Yeah, this is I'm talking like the guys, but that's what I saw, which is kind of nuts. But I do believe it because that's what I wanted to do. So I, it just justified my belief. Yeah, all my, all my friends with good jobs working at 30 Rockefeller Center, they live in Brooklyn. I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. You can go all that way just to, but yeah, priced out, man. Yeah, they want a little space. They want some room. But now, of course, like you said, I'm like, oh, you would live in Manhattan. You're going to go, oh, you're going to pay this much more. <laughs> like, you yeah. try to dissuade my friends that are like trying to move to New York for the first time. And they're like, oh, I'm going to live in the East Village. And I'm just giving them a list of cons. I always would rather give somebody a list of cons than pros because I don't want to be responsible sure. for your bad time. So if I'm going to. Yeah. Give a recommendation. I would oh. rather make you be aware of what could go wrong than you'd be like, oh, Robbie told me to do this. And this is but all the bad shit. The that happened. satisfaction of telling someone that something's good and they agree. Oh, I understand yeah. why Chicago people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's 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 a funny thing, especially with comedy shows. Like if you bring somebody to a comedy show and they have a good time, there's mm. there's no there's no greater feeling than that. And they'll keep yeah. bringing yeah. so it's and true. they'll say they'll say the difference. You know the difference because they'll go on and on if it was a good time. Oh, yeah, 100%. yeah. yeah they go, and yeah. and they'll tell you they go. I they'll tell you the truth. They go. I was gonna come. I was like, oh, what is this? You know what? What am I uh, doing? Yeah. You know they'll tell you how little faith they had, and they'll go on and on about how much they hate you. I I never thought you were a single funny thing you ever said. I actually I hate your presence. You as a human being, I don't enjoy. But that was good. Yeah, Damn, yeah, I can't believe that was good. I fucking you disgust me. <laughs> there's, there's no more direct description of a thing than it's a comedy show. People, what is this? What? Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, what I will it, be like, what's what? the lineup? You know what I mean? Somebody will be like, oh, there's a comedy show in New York. I'm like, that is a loose term of like a lot of people are out here calling things a comedy show. Like, you gotta, where is it? What's the venue? What's the lineup? Well, and I'll Clark, try to well, like steer you in the right direction. You're blessed that you don't do fucking improv or sketch, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love, you know, best thing is doing stand up on a sketch improv show. Oh, it's the best. You yeah. like, oh, wait, this person a, knows what they're doing. They're not asking. <laughs> it's a great audience. Yeah. They're, they came ready to clap and support, and they're like, oh, shit, I'm getting something for it in return. Like, this person, <laughs> it's just one person on stage. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought I was doing charity tonight yeah. <laughs> by coming to this show, but I guess I'm actually going to get a little of something I could laugh My at. My body is doing this weird thing on its own. It's laughing. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's fun. I mean, yeah, 
I mean, I, I, dude, I, I'm an improv dude, and oof, that shit's called us. Oh. That it shit is bad. Rough, it can be rough, especially for those people who want to be doing stand up or want to be on stage by themselves. Yeah. It's just like, oh, no, just go do a stand up set then. Like, this isn't the time for you to try to. Yeah, people up. try to work in their prepared bits in their scenes about their moms. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <That. laughs> Those are kings people digging a hole in a backyard somewhere, and this guy just yeah. starts giving out what he thinks is stand up, and he's like, "Oh no, no, no!" Yeah, you don't. That's not no. an enjoyable experience for the audience by any. I was riffing. I was yeah. riffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you were bombing. <laughs> Yo, who was that dude that we met? Um, because when you and I did that writers room, who was that? Who was that older guy? What oh. was his name again? Norman Lear. Bro, that was that was oh, the best yeah. part Norman of that fucking Lear. week, huh? <laughs> yeah, what we met Norman Lear, man. Legend. What do you, you think about meeting him, Clark? You know, he's been a hero of mine for a long time. Yeah. I like talking to him, but he's like 98. Yeah, he's yeah. 98. It wasn't like... <laughs> No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, I, I mean, you're getting in a classic car. You sit in it. You go. I don't want to drive. I don't want. I don't trust this shit to drive. Yeah. It's it's a '68 Camaro. Like you want? Oh, you haven't done any tune-ups in 40 years. Like I have it, and it's just like, you know what? I'm glad I got to do this. Yeah, but 100. Um, I'm glad that they set it up. It was it was historical. It's just that I was talking to him like, you know, he just did all in the family. Like, it, like he just made it. And it was a long time ago, so I couldn't quite get a clear answer on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to him. No, I feel you. I, I, I thought the same thing. The thing I found most interesting about talking to him was, I mean... The, the thing that made it me go like, oh, he's the real deal is he's still trying to pitch. He's still. Sure. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And was the pitches good? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's still has that coming in, in hot. Saying he's doing a better job pitching than Norman Lear. I'm not doing a better job pitching. I will say this. I'm fun. I might have been funnier in that moment than normally. You, you, know? you were just more aware of where you were and what yes. was going on. Uh, you just have more references that connect with more people, I guess, at this point in your, your life. Your tools, you know, you just were. All right. Can, can I say the thing about the old people or no? Yeah. yeah. Or do you want to say it? His, no, you I, say it. You say it. <laughs> um, I, you know, this is a legend. The, all these shows, the Jeffersons, he's dealt with every type of taboo subject from rape to sexism. And I was just like, you know, what? what is there left? What would you love to see addressed on television? You know, because you've seen everything. And I believe he said old people masturbating. <laughs> no way. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if, I, if I remember correctly, that's what he said. And, you know, that just let me know, like, man, comedic, comedy writers are oddballs. And we always going to be out. No matter if we come up with the most genius things, we're just... It's just the brain thinks differently. And so he just wants, he wants there I to I mean, be that's more, a real thing. <laughs> yeah. More old people masturbating because they never stop, apparently, according to him. And he wants to see it addressed. Wow. I think the funny 
the rule of three, I was like, there's racism, sexism. And like, what's left? And he said, geriatric uh, <laughs> porn hub. <laughs> it was. I mean, I, was, I think he still got it, Sebastian. I don't know. Were you, were you coming up with anything better than old people masturbating? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> the room got quiet for like three Oh, you did, nobody <laughs> laughed? His assistant, like, jumped in to change the subject or something uh, or jumped in to change the subject but it was it was one of those okay nobody expected that well because Which, you know you he's, he's bringing it up all the time you know oh, he's bringing it up all the time his his assistant knew what was going to be said as i was asking the question yeah yeah and here we go again with the, Jerry, <laughs> with the old dick with the old brother went out <laughs> I, yeah I, but i mean he is a legend he I, he, he's truly he did so much for TV. So I was like, I was mad excited to meet him. And I, there's so few people I could brag to like that. My parents care that I got to meet. And my parents were like very excited about him. You know? Yeah. I mean, normally, I mean, those those are the shows that I watched like before I went to sleep with. You know what I mean? Like before MASH came on, it would be All in the Family or the Jeffersons or all these shows that that he created. And that's that's just beautiful. But you know what I fucking hate about this shit now? The fuck people on like that are that are very right take his shows and they use them to make their points now. Yeah, that's true. But both sides do that. Like yeah. someone I told somebody I, when it was about Norman Lear. I told somebody I met Norman Lear who yeah. created all in the family. And they're like, ah, oh, Archie. But I'm like, listen, did you watch the whole episode? By the end of the episode, Archie's bigotry would always lose. Yes. And that was the point of it. Like, the right, they only watched the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Or they only end or whatever. They only watched one half to see what was going on. Like, or everybody just watched the beginning. Like, oh, I hate Archie. I love Archie. It was like, there was balance. By the end, Edith would say something that just torpedoes whatever racism or sexism or bigotry he was trying to get across. Yeah, applause. Yeah, and that, that they taught lessons to characters. And I, I, I this is I, you don't know this, Clark. I teach improv, uh, but uh, when I do, uh, <laughs> he just spent. <laughs> you got to book me on one of them improv shows, man. As a stand-up, stand-up. well, I'll put, uh, no. definitely come through. We're about to start doing shows. I'm back. I did my first show last night, so uh, you come through anytime, Clark. I'll book you on the show. Uh, but uh, so I, I coach improv and I tell kids, I go, we got to be comfortable playing with people that are, have wrong points of view. As long as we take them down, that's the best way to kind of like make fun of them is by embodying them and showing what's wrong about them, making them lose through the process. We can't yeah. be scared to play wrong people. Then who are we making fun of? Who right. are we, we need to yeah. embody them to make fun of them. You and need then, the clinch for the release, right? Yes. Yes. And people, people are. Then you're just playing house. I mean, you really talk about improv. Yeah. We just want to pretend that we all have stable jobs on stage. You know. (laughs) Somebody's got to do something wrong at some point. I mean, either you're like stealing from some. Yeah. There has to be a conflict. Otherwise, there's no. What are we watching? People are only in comedy right now. Or only not only because I want to sound like those guys who are like, oh, you can't say anything or whatever. No. But. People are really focused on doing the release, but there's no clinch. Yeah. They let society be the clinch 
instead of them being the the clinch and then giving a release and it's just like release release like yeah we you're just saying what we agree with already and that's how you find comedians you like say what you agree with comedians you love say what you never thought to agree with Oof. right they take you places that you know you didn't know that you would even go there sure yeah. I was patrice, just, patrice o'neill the one of the best at yeah. that yeah patrice, well, they just make you laugh a lot that yeah, helps. exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm just dying laughing the whole time. I'm like, you don't know nice. where he's going at the beginning. Yeah, you don't know. And he's telling you, I okay, I'm a black dude who likes dogs. This is something yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So shout out to Patrice, man. Yeah, I mean, I I I, so I love this idea uh, uh, about like having to build that tension and being uncomfortable with it because there is there's a lack of that. Even people's favorite fucking TV show, every dating app, The Office. Half the fucking show is someone do, m- making you feel uncomfortable so then you can laugh at it. It's a breaking of tension. I yep. don't like laughs that come, hee, hee, hee. Oh, look at this yeah. New Yorker article. Or I want to, yeah, the hoo-hoo-hoos, you know? <laughs> Leave the show. Leave the shows if yeah. you're going to hoo-hoo-hoos, right? Yeah. I want to feel it from your gut, and it only comes from your gut when there's fear. When there's fear, and then there's that breaking of the fear. I'm fucking obsessed with this idea. Yeah. Yep. No, that's, no. That's when cavemen first, the first laugh on record ever. This is how you know I'm a comedy nerd. The first laugh on record would be that uh, people would be scared. These cave people would be scared that they were about to be attacked by something, right? By a predator. And then they look and they don't get nervous. And then they look and realize it was a bunny and the shadow was casting this huge shadow. And then they'd all laugh. Right. And that, that, that relief, there should be some relief in that, in that laugh. Relax yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Oh, Clark, I'm so happy that we got to talk about comedy for a little bit. This was so just, nice. Just a tad bit, just man. A tad. We had to. We had to. Clark, if I send you my uh 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 my black toe metallics, what can you do for them? Whatever you I want. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. But I I, I don't know what to do with them. He you went. Can make... He went to the store and he's like, "Will you just take them for me?" Yeah. <laughs> he went no, to the I... mall and he's just like, "I don't want them anymore. I can't look at them." Yeah. If you if you send them to me, I'll clean them up nice and nice and buff for you. How All about right. that? So you redesign uh, sneakers? I, I do some. I, I do like add some customization to it. Uh, I repaint. Like my man has some beat up Gucci sneakers, and I just made them like they were new. Wow, I'm gonna hit you up for that, um, Clark. This was so fucking beautiful. I'm so happy that you were able to come on the show. Uh, I'm so happy we got to talk. Yeah, man, this was great. It was nice. It was nice to just kick back and talk to you again, man. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug for people listening out there? Oh, just make sure you watch Run the World on Stars. It's a great show. It's uh, it's Harlem, uh, four black girls, and it's just it's like Sex in the City, but it's more current, and it's uh it's very funny. And I wrote on it, and uh, yeah, I want y'all to support that. Hell yeah! Everyone go watch the show. Um, Run the world. Run the world, fucking watch it. Uh, follow Clark on all social medias. Clark, where are you at? At the Clark Jones, T H E E Clark Jones. Yeah, he's putting out stand up clips. I, I mean, some of his tweets literally have me screaming, bro. Literally have me screaming. <laughs> That's when he decided to, he's like, we got to get this guy out. You tweeted something. I forgot what you tweeted. You, you, t- you tweeted something. It was something about uh, uh, like railing girls in sundresses. <laughs> I said, it's over. I was on the floor. I go, I need this dude. I need Clark on this show. <laughs> he says, I can rail you in the sundress. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, all the hotties out there, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please write, uh, rate, review five stars. We love you. All right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. <laughs>